Perfect. You have enough money for a wrestling ticket, but not enough for a dental plan. Welcome to All the Elite in Wembley Stadium. This is the Emergency Podcast from the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts, Dakota Allen and John Hook. We're going to break down what happened today at the All In Pay Per View. Dakota, what happened today? A bunch of smelly English folk gathered in a soccer stadium. Yes, it's called soccer. What the fuck's a kilometer? <laughs> to watch some all petite wrestling. Beans on toast is not a meal. Uh. Anyway, to start off on Zero Hour, their pre-show, we had two matches. We had the FTW Championship match with Hook versus Jack Perry. Hook ended up winning. We don't really care much about that match. We're going to skip it. Hold on. Hold on. Backstage. Ah, uh, yes. Something happened here. Allegedly. We're still waiting on all the confirmations. The the uh, the, the legend of Jack Perry, or lack thereof, apparently tried to go back at CM Punk for what happened. Was it a week ago, two weeks ago? I don't fucking remember. Regardless. It's all a blur. Got his, got his ass kicked by CM Punk because of the whole glass incident that happened. Or lack thereof glass. Whatever. The rumor, yeah. the rumor reported is uh, he bumped Punk, cold-shouldered him, tried to come at him, and Punk choked him out. Couldn't do that to make a gall, though. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, next on the Zero Hour match, a match that well-deserved to be on the main card, honestly, but we had the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match between Adam Cole and MJF, the best bros, versus Aussie Open and what was an Excellent tag team match. Uh, we had MJF and Cole defeating Aussie Open to win the titles. Uh, John, did you happen to see, were you able to catch this one? What did you think about it? This one was uh, really fun to watch. I mentioned on a tweet, somebody said, name a better tag team than the Bucks. We'll wait. Aussie Open was one of the ones I mentioned. I said it. I said it. And I meant it. And they showed it in this match today. Just proves John was correct. Uh, a couple other better tag teams than them. Uh, Joe Biden and Corn Pop. An alcoholic <laughs> stepfather and a case of Bud Light. Uh, the Clintons and information you might know about them. Ooh. We could do a whole podcast of this. Anyway, there were some nice little moments throughout the match. George Bush 9-11, sorry. Ah, there it is. Uh, never forget. Set your jet fuel out for uh, George Bush to burn later on this month. It's coming. So it was a nice little moment, though. You had uh, kind of some teasings on will they, won't they for the main event tonight. Uh, and then we got to see Sammy Tom, world champion Mercedes in the crowd looking drunk as fuck. I hate her. I always have. Uh, well, I don't, but we, we've let you slide over too long. We need to get on the podcast tonight. We need to redeem her name back on this show. Nah, nah. But we'll get to but, that later whenever she actually has some matches for All Elite. No, we'll come she, back to it. She lost me at the ukulele thing, all right? Like she, yeah, well, that, the, the Japan stuff was god-awful, but in-ring work, she's, she's top five in the world, maybe top three, depending on who you ask. Just not you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. To start off the official main card, uh, another WrestleMania-like event, Punk Camp main event, and I say this as a huge CM Punk fan, 
Uh, we have the Real World Championship match opening up the card with CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. <laughs> John, what'd you think? Were you able to see this one? Yeah, this, uh, I mean, it was good. I'm kind of disappointed that this didn't end the show, but we had to have MJF and Adam Cole for, I mean, I get it. It's a bigger, it's a bigger draw, but the longtime wrestling fan of me really wanted to see this in the main event, but I mean, the, op- the opening match of the pay-per-view is just as important. You got to set the tone for the night. Yeah, but it's not the main event. This is true. Sec- second best spot, but it, it is what it is. It was still good match. Had that big match feel. I'll never get tired of the Samoa Joe just Samoa Joe just nope moment as he walks away from a dive. It will never get old. Yep. Uh, Punk wins to retain. Uh, even had a little shout out to John Cena out there. It was great. Uh, up next, uh, the Golden Elite, which is Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi versus. Uh, Kanosuke top take a shit and uh Bullet shit. Club Gold. Shout out to Jim Cornette. <laughs> and uh Bullet Club Gold, Jay White and Juice Robinson with Take a Shit Robinson and White getting the win with the uh, Take a Shit rolling up Omega. John, any thoughts? Uh if there was a match where I had to get him go to the bathroom, it was this one. I'm not a big fan of Takeshita, take a shit, whatever. Uh, Omega is way better in singles competition, so I, I, I really don't care when they put him in these big tag matches. So, I agree. Yeah. I think if you just did Bullet Club Gold and Kenny and Hangman, it probably would have been a lot better of a match. Hangman is not on the level of the rest of the three that would be in that match, though. It, no, he's not. But, okay, take out Hangman and put in Coda. Coda and Kenny are one hell of a tag team as well, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm not. I was really big on Adam Cole until the whole CM Punk thing. I'm a big Punk fan, but I'm not one of those like those big time marks where it's like, oh, he's terrible. And like, no, it, like Punk kind of ruined him for me because he pointed out all his flaws, and now I can't get him out of my head. Sure. Kind of like when somebody ruins a uh, a character, like when I ruined Elias for you. Like, hey, you know, he's got a little bit of a. A little bit of a stutter, right? And then, yeah. As soon as you pour out a lisp and stutter, it's just all I heard, and it just ruined it for me. To be fair, you know they also he also ruined Kevin Owens' psyche. That's that's (laughs) that's true, and potentially WWE ruined his own character. So, well, you know, it'll buff eventually. Uh, but after the match, no, we will we. Find out that Omega will square off with Take a Shit on All Out next Saturday because we're back to backing pay per views for some reason. And it feels like we're just trying to slam all like they forgot All Out was a thing and now they're just trying to do it. That's in Chicago, right? Yes. Why not just squash the beef and get the match we all want to see? Well, the, Omega and CM Punk. All the, let rumors, it ride. the rumors and dirt sheets have said Omega's open to working with him, but it's the Bucks and Page that are little bits of pussies. I mean, that checks out. But wasn't a great match. Wasn't a terrible match. It, it 
it felt all right. Up next, we had All Clips, No Flips versus the Young Bucks with FTR retaining. John, what do you think? Hard-hitting match. This was everything I thought it would be. Um, I've watched a lot of FTR matches. I haven't. I don't remember seeing this many flips. I'll give there you was that. A couple. There was a couple. True. It was the as much as we hate on the Bucks, they can't go. Yeah. Uh, this it was a good match. Very hard hitting match. It wasn't either of their best bout that they've done between them. Even if you just want to narrow it down, there's been better Buck Young Bucks and better FTR matches, but it was still a fun match. It's been a while though, but still super entertaining. I enjoyed every minute of it. I don't like constantly hitting V triggers or whatever variation of that that they yeah. kept doing to each other. That 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 spot that they did like three times over kind of got old to me, but uh I felt like they were legitimately beating the shit out of each other at a couple points though, which was kind of refreshing to see, especially in AEW. Oh, this was definitely a hard hitting match. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. The, the, this was the one where I didn't check my phone or do anything uh, else besides just watching this match. So this was a good match. It's not even the best FDR match in recent memory, though. Like their, no. their matches with that two out of three falls match with Bullet Club Gold was perfection. That is still uh, match of the year for me. It's... I thought this had a chance to be match of the year, but it's still not beating that two out of three fall tag match. No, no way. Uh, afterwards, well, after the match, the Bucks refused the vic- post-victory handshake, kind of doing a little heel turn there. Uh, but FTR retains. We're all happy. Just set up, set up for another rematch. That's all that is. Yeah, I'm sure they'll run it back next week. But yeah. following that, we had the stadium stampede match with. Let me read everybody on the teams here. You had the Blackpool Combat Club of Moxley, Castanoli, and Wheeler Yuta with Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, Wheeler useless. With Santana and Ortiz. Good to see them back, honestly. With the best friends, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, and Penta. It's Pentagon Jr. I'm not reading all that uh, as much as I love him. Uh, but we had. Uh, the best friends, Cassidy, Eddie, and Penta picking up the win. John, what'd you think? The nastiest spot of the whole match was when I, I hate Orange Cassidy. I've hated him for a while, but th- he, this type of stuff. Not, will, he does th- not this like pockets. Yeah, I, I don't like the I don't like the whole pockets deal. But the uh, the spot towards the end where he did the the tape the other way around and then stuck it in that uh, bucket of glass and then used it. That was the point where I'm like, all right, I can get behind this dude if he keeps doing stupid shit like this. I absolutely dig this type of stuff. I'm not much of the, I'm not much on the hardcore stuff, but if you turn a guy who's been a kind of like a joke character into something like that, I can get behind that all day. This was, if you were looking for like a wrestling match, this ain't it. No, this was definitely not it. If you were looking for something that was kind of fun for a good 20, 30 minutes, it was fun. Fun and bloody. If you liked... Uh, oh, it was very liked, bloody. If you liked the old slasher films from the from the 70s and 80s, you would have loved this match. 
Uh, we're still looking on the over-under time for uh, Moxley to start bleeding. I think I hit the under. I think we're good. We'll jump back and let you know on that one. I'm pretty sure it was as soon as the bell rung. Right. Uh, say, Mox, I got the skewers in the head. I don't know why that's a fucking thing now. Yeah, uh, that, I have that weird, spot was... I really want to get drunk and try that to someone. Just get someone drunk enough to let me just smack some fucking bamboo skewers in their head. Uh, the Santana powerbombing Penta through the chairs was pretty fucking dope. Yep. Uh, left Penta unable to continue in the match, but he comes back as Penta Oscura later, which was weird, but it was fun. I, I didn't understand that at all. He just went back and changed clothes. It, it's like a mini faces of Foley thing with Penta. There's oh. like there's like three or four Pentagons. They're all him, though. It's... Like well, Penta, Penta Oscura is the darker version. He'd be like the Cactus Jack of the whole thing. Gotcha. Uh, but if you wanted wrestling, that wasn't wrestling. If you wanted some fun with some cheap poppy moments, uh-huh. uh, yeah, that was definitely it. Yeah, uh, the the Cornet podcast is going to be a much uh, much needed listen if you really want to oh. see that match get bashed to shit this week. Uh, to listen specifically for that. Anyway, up next we had the women's fatal four way between Soraya Hikaru Shida as the champion, Tony Storm, and Doctor Britt Baker DMD, with Soraya picking up the win over Tony Storm, which I called. Uh, John, what'd you think? This was better than expected. I was expecting another bullshit outsiders match where we get lulled to death. And no, this wasn't it at all. This was not bad. Uh, Soraya, Paige, whatever, uh, looked, you know, like like she knew what the hell she was doing. Soraya looked like she she got her kind of movement back. Uh, The outcasts are pretty much done. Thank God. Uh, Hikaru Shida still fucking got it. I love her. Yeah, and uh, Britt Baker didn't have a botch fest this match, so nice to see that too. Honestly, it was a good match. I re- it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, given all the people involved and the ending. Wasn't a bad ending, honestly. These and uh, The problem I have with watching AEW is all the matches seem to go too long. Up this, until this point, it, it felt like everything flowed yeah. perfectly. It, so far, everything's went the right amount. You could have went the let the women go a little bit longer. It felt like that was a pretty short one. Yeah, but it did what it was supposed to do. It did, and I liked the ending because it still protects, you know, Hikaru Shida, who technically didn't give up while in the submission. Yep. So it was nice. It's a nice little fun one. Uh, up next which may be my favorite match of the night, honestly, was Sting and Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage in a coffin match. John, go go ahead. Sting and Darby coming out to Metallica made the whole match for me. Then coming in and leaving to the uh, Seek and Destroy was amazing. I'm a big Metallica fan. Now that I got to see my two uh, favorites of all time have Metallica play as their exit from a, a major pay-per-view is uh, amazing. I, whenever Undertaker had a cinematic match with AJ Styles and then had Now That We're Dead played, and then now this. I had to make sure I explained that one so nobody thinks I'm a giant Sandman guy. Love Sandman, but he's not one of my favorites. 
Don't disrespect Zane, man. <laughs> oh, I won't do that. He might come out of the my, out of my closet, beat the hell out of me with a with a cane. But yeah. uh, he he's still crazy to this day. Yeah. But, it, but was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. When the use of the coffin at the end was amazing. Uh, Sting using the bat to pry it open. Uh, them doing the the coffin drop. They did they do the coffin drop onto the coffin, or yes, make sure I got that right. They had Swerve Strickland halfway out of the coffin, and then Allen coffin dropped onto it. I'm just making sure I got that right before it started to be nonsense over here. Sting uh, at his age still fucking can go, still goes with the young ones. Yeah, uh, it it kind of made me laugh whenever they he uh, was he trying to drop an elbow through a table. That, that table was not breaking. <laughs> Yeah, and the commentary was like, it's that English steel. So he went back up there and hit it again, or tried to do it again, and then it actually broke the table. It was great. You had Luchasaurus run in at some point, then you had the Twink come in. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, We were, we were hoping to see the debut of Adam Corner Copeland. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't understand uh, Nick Wayne. I don't. I don't get his character. I, I don't get it. He he had like Shawn Michaels' pants on. No, that was kind of weird too. The the whole thing with Nick Wayne is that Darby Allen was trained by Nick Wayne's dad. Oh, I mean, already. But a fun match. Christian's historically criminally underrated wrestler, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, it was nice to see Seek and Destroy come back for Sting. You haven't seen that since 2001 in WCW. It was the last time that was used. Yeah, first time uh, on like a on a big on the on a massive stage though. Not saying WCW wasn't, but but it wasn't time, that damn big. Yeah, by the time Sting was using it, they were on the downhill slope. Yeah. And the first you don't succeed, throw yourself on top of Strickland and break the damn table anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun match. Up next, we had the co-main event of the evening: Chris Jericho versus Will Osprey for no title on the line. Surprisingly, uh, hot take. I said this in the group chat earlier. Osprey is modern day Shawn Michaels. It's. I don't think it's a hot take. The man's the future of this business. Yeah, and Jericho. Uh, Loved him for years. It might be about that time, but it might be We're getting close. I'm glad Osprey got the win. I'm glad Jericho put him over. Yeah, oh yeah, Jericho even looked good for the match. Honestly, like it was a good match for what it was. I would have rather had, uh, you know, Omega Osprey three. Honestly, because you had one neutral in Japan, one home side for Kenny in Canada. Let's do a home side in the UK for. Osprey. Osprey could still win that one. It would have been probably stole the fucking show. Yeah. But overall, this was fun. I don't have a lot to complain about. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, I'm glad Jericho put him over. I, I would have been I would have been a little more animated if uh, Jericho would have won this match. It, it has no place. But yeah. Sorry, the dogs are making a weird noise next to me. Uh, no, you're good. 
Up next, we had the Trios Championship match with the Acclaimed and Billy Gunn versus the House of Black. Uh, personally, I love this match. John, what would you think? Uh, House of Black coming out with the Lantern to honor Bray Wyatt was uh, Chef's Kiss. Enough to make uh, a grown man cry. Yeah, if you haven't listened to our last episode honoring Bray Wyatt and us talking about being at the show uh, on Friday night, uh, go back and listen to that when you get a chance. But uh, yeah, seeing them come out like that was amazing. Uh, the match itself started off uh, pretty funny. Uh, they uh, Billy Gunn t- told uh, Julia Hart, uh, he's like, oh, suck my dick, and did the whole DX chop, and then they uh, hit her with, uh, what was it, the scissor drop? What is it called? Something like that, but it should have been me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that took her out for a good portion of the match, so that was the only thing I pretty ha- funny to see. I hated how they made Mr. Ed, you know, Aubrey Edwards a part of the match. Uh, why? <laughs> no. Get her out of here. I don't know if y'all saw the. I don't know if you saw the uh, the thing about somebody talking about meeting her in public and how terrible she, of a person she is and how much she, how important she thinks she is as an AEW official. But it's pure gold. I didn't see that. I have to find that later. I love some good uh, Audrey Ed, Aubrey Edwards hate. Yeah, somebody uh, asked her uh, who she was, and she was like, "Do you know who I am? I'm I'm one of the top." Uh, Referees in professional wrestling. And then they were and then they said, Oh, I don't watch WWE. And she's like, You don't know AEW? You don't know who I am? Pulling one of those cards. Great person, Aubrey Edwards. You know, she is the favorite to win the Derby this coming year. I'm sorry, the Oaks. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be the Oaks. She's running on turf, can't run on dirt. But you had the acclaimed and Billy Gunn win. You know, it was fun. And then our main event of the evening is the AEW World Championship match between Adam Cole and MJF. Mr. Hook? Yeah. Uh, kept waiting for a massive turn. And I got tired of seeing, you pointed this out in the group chat too, tired of seeing too many fucking pile drivers this match. I got old real quick. Those used to end matches. Now it just sound like sound like Jim Ross talking about DDTs now. But oh my god! Uh, yeah, too many pile drivers and a bunch of uh, what is setting up for that whatever that sunset whatever the hell it's called. Uh, Panama Sunrise. Panama Sunrise. Yeah, late. I think I heard that called about ten, twelve different times. Uh, the the Eddie Guerrero chair spot though towards the end was beautiful. Yeah, they've tried to pull the smoking gun on each other, and then MJF looked over and was like, you know, I'll just put this on my neck. And then laid down. It was, I've never seen anybody do it that way, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. That was gold. Uh, but it ends, originally ends, with the double clothesline and double pin, which had everybody pissed. Yeah, Adam Cole that, asked for five more minutes. MJF said, no, we're going to need more than that. We're going to go if we have a winner at fucking Wembley. That would have been the biggest bag fumbles in the history of professional wrestling 
if that would have ended that way. Oh, my. The amount of unrest that would have been at Wembley would be ridiculous. That would have been, if it wouldn't have been that big of a stage, if it would have been, like, at all out, that could have flew. I mean, hell, Triple H pulls that type of shit with the bloodline every small pay-per-view. Hell, he even pulled it at WrestleMania with, uh, you know, Solo, Sokoa, and Cody, calling Cody Rhodes. Yeah. We still hate Solo over here, guys. We still hate Solo. Yeah, still hate him. Uh, but it ends when bland-ass Roderick Strong comes out, distracts the ref, tries to get uh, Cole to use the AEW title. Cole refuses, MJF capitalizes it with a small package roll-up. Uh, at the end, you know, a lot of crying, a lot of teasing the turn moments. They still hug it out at the end. I thought it was great. We're still waiting. We're still waiting on the turn. Yeah. Yeah. We thought the turn would be here. They actually, I feel like they got a lot of people on it because we all expected the turn to happen here. It didn't happen. Yeah. But the match itself was great. Looked like, you know, black and gold NXT days of Adam Cole where he was just running rampant. Yeah, and Roger Strong still looking like a generic character from a wrestling video game. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Fish made that tag team. Where's the lie? <laughs> hey, but, Fish, Fish and O'Reilly were the two important members in there. Roger Strong was a weird throw in. That's why he stayed in NXT and never moved up to the main roster. Said it. Eat shit. If you're mad about it, say something in the comments. Uh, we will gladly roast you. Okay, we got time. Uh, but that was all in at Wembley. Uh, John, final thoughts, show grade? This was, uh, this was great. It finally got me to stop being so negative towards Darby Allen. Um, I think the the Sting match really made it for me. And then seeing the tribute to Bray from uh, House of Black and then uh, seeing uh, badass Billy Gunn. That was cool, too. Uh, I'm going to give this show an A-. minus. That crowd at Wembley was amazing. Uh, a couple things here or there could have been better, but overall, amazing show. I agree. Overall, it was great. The Sting match is still my – that coffin match is my favorite of the night. It was just fun overall. The little vignette beforehand of Joker Sting doing Joker Sting things was great. Yeah. Uh, I like how they're continuing the Cole MJF thing and not just ending it here. Uh, I'm going to give it an A. You know, the crowd really helped make it, too. Uh, I love that the crowd was totally dead for Tony Storm's entrance. Uh, I just just really want to know how they're going to do All Out next week. Because they've had zero build for this. Well. So I guess we're going to have to watch Dynamite and Collision this week. I'm going to watch Collision anyway, but I guess I have to watch Dynamite this week. Well, Collision's going to have college football over it, so I'm just going to read the spoilers, if I'm being honest. I'll put it on one of the seven screens in the living room. But Yeah, this uh, paper was fun, man. This was fun. Well, it was very fun. Very, 
you know, we'll get we'll give our flowers to AEW this time. They've done something good, and it's been a while since they've had a good one. Yeah, just don't fuck this up on Dynamite, for the love of God. They say they've got some momentum on Dynamite. Collision still collisioning. It's still colliding. <laughs> it it that thing be thanging respectfully. Shout out to Tony Storm. Uh, sneeze, sorry. Uh, anyways. Uh, anyways, send us on home, John. Uh, if you're not following us on all our social medias, uh, make sure you're doing that. Uh, follow us on TikTok at Pop This Potty for the Cheap. Uh, on Facebook at Cheap Pop Productions and on Instagram at the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. And on Twitter uh, under Cheap Pop Productions as well. Uh, with all that being said, this is such good shit. And this is Hook signing out. That's the American TV fashion icon, Cock Wang, coming to you in the middle of a quarter-life crisis, and this is Dakota signing out. <laughs>